she's 19 my tag Just letting it all hang out She's a friend Ladies and gentlemen, welcome She's back to Fit Pet Pod. My name is Ben Lomas and sitting in obviously the one and only Dilruk Jaya Singer. Thank you, mate. Now, should I and the listeners be upset that over the episodes, this is episode 47, I believe, yes. your intros have become less and less enthusiastic. <laughs> it used to be sitting opposite me is a man who... Oh, blah, I thought blah, that was blah, pretty blah, good, that one. You said the, sitting on, is Dil, the one and only Dilruk Jaya Singer. You've I, done that two weeks in a row. I just I did it then. The one that's, and only Dilruk Jaya Singer. Ah, I see what I'm you've saying, done I'm saying back in the day, oh, you'd give yes. a bit of Shush, a bit of context to where uh, we are. All right, let's do some riffing. All right, let's start okay. again. From, okay. uh, this, keep this all in. Oh, we're keeping yeah. this in. Of course. Okay, because editing's go. a fucking nightmare my, for me. My day, yeah. just letting Sitting it all learn out. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and sitting at opposite me is the one, the only Dilrock Jai Singer. I'm thinking it's it. better. It's definitely an upgrade, but there's still no analogy, well, no backstory. Do you know what it is? I, I've also spent a week of doing voiceover work, and yeah. it's just that thing where the, uh, this is the actual direction from the director in the sound booth. Stop sounding fat. No. <laughs> no, he said, can you make it a bit more triple M? Wow. So I was like- Just call Nick Cody and say, hey, yeah, man, how yeah, do I do it? Yeah, how do you do it, Nick? And I was yeah. like, coming up next. Yeah. Uh, it was it coming up next? The Montreal Comedy Festival. Put your hands together and welcome to the stage. Right, right, right. So, Arch you just, Barker. Are you allowed to tell us what you just worked on? Or? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a week of that. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Cool. Okay. Look, I'll take it. I, I like a bit more of the juice. At least the that juice, was a little. Yes. Bit. Yeah. But there was a bit of the Back in the day, you used yeah. to give. You know, yeah. sitting always a man who's chi blah 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 chi days. Or this man who is the <laughs> fucking Apple Watch king of hit <laughs> workout training. But you know, the other thing is, uh, look, it is actually I am I'm on the rebound, so I do have a bit of a spring in my step. But I have had a very, very challenging. Cool. Two weeks. All right, we well, should get stuck into it just to give some context for listeners. The last time Ben and I caught up one on one was February eighteenth, and we are exactly one to month the date. One if, month. March 18th. So it's been four weeks since we last caught up. Yes. We did a weigh in that time. I came in at 90.7 kilos, yes. which is the lowest I'd weighed in the podcast so far. Yes. And you came in at 100.8. Yes. Yep. Which and I was so happy with. You were happy with. And so now, uh, ca- ca- do we do a weigh in and then you catch us up, or do you want to catch us up and then? I reckon we do a weigh in because okay. it's, I've been dreading this. So oh, you really? go first. Okay, I'll go first. All right. Uh, so, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, so again, it reaches this beautiful stage. And, uh, and this stop is where. I'm about my jocks and stuff. Yes, I will definitely come I mean, in. Can, uh, but- Kelvin, again, ladies and gentlemen, Kelvin Klein, when you are in front of the camera and you are showing the world your brand, you make sure you will wear Kelvin Klein. Is this your. Rehearsal for your next ad or something? Yeah, next ad. Which, I, yeah, another one where I've got to lose weight. He, this man, has even lost more weight, and his penis is even looking bigger. It, look, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll take a snapshot and we'll put it on Instagram. Are you, you're not allowed to put pictures of penises on Instagram, are you? No. No. Okay. There you go. You've heard it first from Dora Joe Singer. And ladies and gentlemen, 194. 194 kilos. That's right. He's blown out by 194 kilos. Yeah. Man, it's seriously fucked. It's showing. What just? Oh. Is it showing now? No, no, it's showing 194. I think it might be. Ch- check the switch the back on it. Maybe. Oh my god. Maybe it's gone. Okay, no. Look at that. This podcast is fucking. So maybe press it and then I'll go back to kilos. It's gone to stone. Stone. No. Yeah. How much stone are we? I don't know. Ah, uh, because that's what all the Americans talk about. Well, clearly that's their weight. Are we back? Are we good? Oh, we're back. 
Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Let's see it. Drum roll, people. One more just in case because he barely tipped a little bit. Okay, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Try one more. Okay, so he's he's close to a milestone, ladies and gentlemen. No, exact same. Damn it. Uh, Man, you can read it out. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is 88.0. Ladies and gentlemen, I fucking hate this man. No, no, no. It's just you've lost two you've lost two kilos. I'm very proud of you, Dill. I am I I am generally no, I am proud because I want to know that someone is still losing weight because the fucking week I've had, ladies and gentlemen, uh has been absolutely brutal. Uh, I am dreading this. Okay. Uh, well, you jump up. Uh, Here we go. I will, I will maybe say, uh, yeah. Look, I'm very happy with that, to be honest, uh, because I've been, um, I've been, I've been having some great cheat days. People who follow me on Instagram and uh, uh, know how much, uh, especially I went to the Adelaide Fringe Festival, or as I called it, Binge Festival. Thank binge you very much. Festival. I smashed the shit out of it. Now, don't forget this time to take a photo because every week I have to listen back to our episodes to try and figure out. Right, right, right. What? Don't don't take your jocks off. Keep your jocks on. I was thinking about going naked. No, don't, please, Ben. We can't take. No, 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 oh, seriously, oh, don't. No, he's ah, real, he's actually having a look oh, at his own diggy. Hang on, all right. Ah, Mate, don't be like that. We're, we're a team uh, of I encouragement. Know. Here, take, take Here the camera. The phone with you. you all right, ready? First, sta- first stand on it. Right. Oh, actually. Wait, stand straight first. No, oh, no, no. Okay. Wait, wait, just hang on. All right, that's not too bad. So, yeah. Someone took a photo yeah. Did you actually? Yeah, we'll stand yeah. again just to just to double check. So Ben in the first uh, came in at one hundred and one point two, which is not too bad. That's only half a kilo that you put on. Sister. Still one hundred point two. So well done. That's fine. No, you were much more okay. afraid about that. Uh, so I'll be honest. What uh, did you think you were going to come in at? One hundred six. One hundred six. In a month, you would have put on uh, about six kilos. You thought. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us what happened. Okay. Well, so, get clo- get your clothes back on. Now this is. This has been, uh, I, I reckon it was about a week ago, I hopped on the scales yeah. and I was 105.5. Uh, 105.5, which, yeah. fits, which Fitbit scales? Uh, yes, those so scales those, right there. Those ones there, the yeah. one that we're looking at? Yeah. Oh, shit. So, so how long ago was that? Uh, probably about a week ago. Okay, so what have you done between then and now? I reset it. I, you I just <laughs> broke, 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 broke no, different scales? I mean, it, it's, it's hard to describe. I have had a, a tumultuous... <laughs> sure, it's a new word. A a tumultuous. A tumultuous. You mean tumultuous? I think the reason why I'm saying that is my son calls it a kawabui frog at the zoo instead of a kawabui frog. So you, I don't think you still said it correctly, <laughs> but corroboree. Kawabari. Kawabari. That's a tough word, but I think tumultuous is not that bad. Tumultuous. Don't try to blame your son on your shortcomings. (laughs) Hey, look, this is what happens. So it's been a tumultuous week because for starters, (laughs) your son's vocabulary is fucked. Uh, uh, There's heaps better than mine. Um, Mm. So I I put health uh, last in the last couple of weeks um, and it's been really full on. Uh, I'll start with this one. I let work get in front of my health. So I've had a lot of work. As you're aware, it's it's busy time, it's festival time, but also a lot of television is getting made. You are in front of the camera, I am behind the camera, uh, but there's a lot getting work. So in the last couple of weeks, I uh, let's let's just say the last fournight, I've worked on uh, I think something over 10 shows. Yep. uh, And I've had a lot of gigs uh, and a lot of work and that has been – like and they've been long records. Yeah, uh, 
We yep. can't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, no, but, no, 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 no. But it's just been really, really crazy. And I let the stress get to me. Yeah. Now, what happened was is even though I'm on my feet doing my thing, I uh, just resulted. I, I, it was one stage I thought about turning to the booze, which was the first oh. time that's experienced. And that was just like. So we're what, 18 months in now of sobriety? Yes, or? yes, 18 months sobriety. Now, there was and a moment. but That's it's, not bad, but 18 months to go and then only have one moment of potential yeah, weakness. Yeah, and that was, it was the weakness. Like, there were moments where I was like, you know, you look at the sunset and, and okay, that's really corny, but, you know, like it's a nice moment. You go, oh, a nice beer would be okay or yeah, a crispy yeah, 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 yeah. rosé. But this one was like, I need something to take the edge off. I'm right. working too hard. I'm away from family. I'm interstate. Mm. Something's got to give. And so what I let give was food. Okay. But okay. I've done that before. We can all remember Goji 8, okay? Yep. Uh, but this time- I mean, for, for those of you who don't, there was a uh, goji berry chocolate <laughs> that Ben was uh, meant to hand out to the audience. Yes. And he handed them out and then snatched it from their hand and ate it all. Yes. There, there, supposedly- He didn't actually do that, but you ate about 24 packets. Well, something. suppose there is a, a photo of me, I'm yet to say it, of me holding a crate of goji berries and leaving the studio. But- That was the last time during Goji Yeah, yeah Goji Gate. So this time, look, that was fine. I was on the sweets. But I did the awful combination of sugar and carbs. Okay. And Uh I could not believe how quickly I put on weight. Like it was over like maybe even a three or four day period. I didn't keep count of it. I was just eating on the run. I really wasn't – I wasn't conscious of what I was eating. Right. That's where it was. I wasn't conscious. And then before you know it, I felt bloated. I felt – I was relying on the sugar highs. And then I was just like – I had that moment where I was like, at least I'm aware of it. Right. But I was just like, oh, I could spiral out of here. I could right. really go back to my old ways. So paint us a picture a little bit more clearly. We're interstate. Yes. We're interstate in a hotel motel. Uh, yeah. And then service department. Service yeah. department. And you're there for a week or so or yeah. you're in and out of Melbourne? Uh, in and out of Melbourne. Okay. So it was a space of just flying in, flying okay, out cool. over a yeah, two-week And period. so the stress of that travel and the work was getting to you. Plus family. Plus missing family yeah. and things like that. And then okay. trying to manage home. Manage home. Now, tell us this. So one, when you say sugar and carbs, give us specifics because we love treats on this. Oh, podcast. we do. Okay. So a uh, classic example is uh, bread and butter pudding. Okay. Uh, that's your classic 101. Where, where, do you, where are you getting bread and butter pudding from? Uh, on set. So catering. Oh, uh, right. Okay. As, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so, how much are you eating bread and butter pudding? Uh, that one I had three servings. Okay, so it's like a, a bowl? A bowl, a, a yes. Bowl, like a and small so, bowl. And but then three of them. Yeah, three of okay, them. Okay, so that's bread and butter pudding. What else have we got? Uh, so then I'll go to the cheese toasties. Ooh, so they're there in the same setting? Yeah. Or just different yeah, time, different No, they're snack, there. In the same. So, yeah. okay, cheese toasties. Pizza. How many? How many? And pizza as well? Pizza. And cheese toasties? Yeah, cheese toasties, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then how many uh, cheese toasties, how many pizza slices? Oh, uh, God, it would vary about four cheese toasties and wow. seven cheese. So, so this is all in the one sitting, three? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, spread out throughout spread the Spread out year. through the day or the week? Uh, That's what I'm trying to get my That was around. in a day. This is a day. This is right. Okay, let's yep. let's keep the parameters as one day. You've shown yep. up on set and you're leaving set a few hours later. Yep. In between, you've had three uh, bread and butter uh, puddings? Yep. Uh, four cheese toasties? Yep. Uh, how many pizza slices? Maybe five slices of pizza. Right, right, right. How many goji berries? Uh, no, goji, no berries. goji berries. Sponsorship's gone down, thanks oh, to me. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the audience didn't ever. But there were, like, for instance, there, there'll be some and gummy that's it? bears. A gummy bears as well. Gummy bears. Where are we on some Sophie Monk chocolates? What is that? (laughs) Is that like some sort of euphemism? Because sometimes the studio audience is going to hand out stuff, and then the ushers hand them out the stuff, and they're like, "Hey!" And then they have to they have to follow a line where they can't give away too much shit. 
So they've got Sophie Monk's Healthy Chocolates. So is she part of the show? No, I think she sponsors it. So, okay, yeah, so. that's weird. And do you make gags about it? Yes. Are you uh, allowed to? Uh, I did make gags about it and I got told to stop. Not, oh, right, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I was just like, I said, ladies and gentlemen, don't eat too, ma- too many of I the would Sophie love Monk to get chocolates. Sophie Monk on this podcast. She seems like a champion. Oh, Alan. she is. She's an absolute tank. She's like, just so funny to talk to. And so uh, raw as well. Right, 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 right. I, I've, every time I've... I've always misjudged her, I felt. Yeah, I think a lot um, of people do. Yeah, I think she's cool. I'd be And Sophie, if you're listening, please. We'd that love is, to have yeah, you in feedback. Yeah. Um, so, and your chocolate sounds delightful and I'm into it. Uh, Sophie, please. Uh, and oh. also, heard you single. So am I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, wait. So uh, what about soft drink? Yeah, no, don't touch that. Good work. Yeah. yeah. So, so that, then we we still look here. Here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the opposite of devil's advocate. Okay, here. What is that? What's the opposite of devil's advocate? Angel advocate. Angel uh, barista. Bar- barista. Barista. <laughs> barista. Barista. <laughs> That's just making me coffees on yeah. the side. Let me let me see. Starters. Hey, look, stressful situation. Fair yeah. enough. Um, at you know, at a minimum, you didn't go. You didn't drink. I didn't. That's drink. a big win. That's a, That's huge, a huge win. win. That's it's a huge, a huge win. win. And like someone speaking from my own personal experiences with different. Difficulties of not wanting to, to be able to drink more again, um, especially when I was at Adelaide Binge Festival. It's one of my favorite festivals to get drunk at. <laughs> it was definitely a night on Saturday where all my mates was out with the drinking and having a great time. Yeah. Like, oh, man, this is where I fucking shine. Yeah. So that was tough. And so I do think you should, con- first of all, congratulate yourself on being sober still. Yes. I assume that's where we're heading, that you didn't end up drinking. No, no. Yeah, great. So that's the first big win. First yeah, of all. That is a big clap win. That yeah. Yeah. No, I don't clap it. No, clap I that one totally out. Agree. Secondly, I would say, uh, so like a soft drink, the fact that you had a bit of control around that. I don't know whether you do have a sweet tooth around soft drink because I do. Yeah, no. And for I, me, not giving into soft drink is a big win, I would say as well. So clap that one out as well. Clap and do you know what I've replaced that with? Um, uh, fancy mineral water. Butter bread. <laughs> bread and butter bread pudding. Bread and butter pudding. <laughs> no, I've, I've replaced that with fancy mineral water. You know that? What's no. that? I'm that, literally it, taking a sip of water, but tell me what's fancy mineral water. Like, you know that? It's called, is it Pella, Pellegrino? Mm-hmm. Pellegrino, where the bubble. The Pellegrini bubble, is the place in front of uh, Spleen Bar on Spl- yeah. Street where they have pasta. Which, no. and Pellegrino. Water. San Pellegrino? Yeah, San Pellegrino. Uh, I like that because the bubbles feel smaller and I just feel like the drink. Feels fancier. I don't know. I've kind of replaced that. If I'm out yeah. somewhere nice, I'll get a nice mineral water. Yeah. Was Even that flavoured? No. All right. I'll get a piece of lime in it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually. Yeah. But that's like soda water though. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. totally. Sure, sure. But there is a taste difference. Okay. Or maybe yeah, yeah. I'm just no, no, being... no, 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 no. That's potentially true. All right. So that's good. That's another win. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's one day. How yep. many of these days, these types of days do we have? I reckon about seven. So seven in a row? No. Uh, what's the spread? Maybe over three weeks. Seven of those over three weeks. So that's 21 days. So every three days you're having one of these. Yeah. Okay. And so what are you having on the two days off? Uh, I'd, either I was to go back home, I'd, I'd stick back to my usual route. What, what, what's interesting is I would have those blowouts and I'd come back and I'd be like, I'll just go back into my regime. I'll just do this mm. and I'll have that. But then I'd have more work in Melbourne. So I never really got into my regular, like, for instance, I was waking up at, you know, 5.30 in the mornings, going to the gym, doing my meditation, having my breakfast. Mm. All my routine just got thrown out of the window. So every time I started getting runs on the board, I'd have another blowout and I would kick myself for it. I just couldn't get the run. And on top of all this, what was killing me as well is my son, who is uh, is pushing three, has had some real developmental changes. And the one being is he is just guilting me with emotional guilt. He is just... Oh. So every time I go away, he is in tears. I, I haven't had this before. I didn't have this with Minka. Right, right. But it's just like, Daddy, Minka, your daughter. I miss or, you. Yeah. Please don't go 
please don't go. Right. And that, I thought I could handle that, yeah. but I just haven't been able to handle that. Far out. And he is, and also on top of that, he's You kind of wish sleeping. he doesn't pronounce that correctly, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the mate, I don't know. Just fucking speak English or get the fuck. Go back to where you came from. Go back to where you came from. No, but I was just like, I was like, and so on top of that, he's not sleeping. So my sleeping is just also non-existent. We wake up at twelve, two, four, and six. We're rarely getting any, and that's what I was saying as well. It's like I know as a parent, and there's parents listening to this, that you do have a moment where everything, like sometimes work can be challenging, but the rest of your life is in order. But Mm. my personal life, my family life, and work life was all in the shambles, and health just fell aside. Yes. And so that's where I was just like, where's that? Like I generally, because sometimes we bank these, Mm. I generally, like I missed having that when we were doing it weekly. Like I was just like, I feel like I need a top-up, right? With the pod, you yeah, mean. yeah, because right. I was just like, oh, where is it? Like, where's that support network? Well, this network? is something that I'm glad you brought up because I feel like there were some episodes uh, maybe h- half a year ago that I mentioned this about our reliance on the accountability yeah. of the pod- pod- podcast isn't good because we need to find strategies to be able to do this as totally. a lifetime because, you know, say I die, I mean, I assume you won't be able to replace me. That's possible. You're running really... very fast these days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just say, I'm just saying, say whatever reason the podcast comes to yeah. a close um, and then you need to find ways of finding that motivation without that external. Totally. And that's why I remember I said I did the half marathon without telling anyone because yep. I wanted to see if I can stick to a goal that only I knew about. Totally. Um, so, yeah, so you feel like the lack of podcast accountability contributed? Look, I- Look, that was one thing, but then at the same time, in the same week, mm. and this is a big shout out mm. to all those listeners. Every show I worked on, without fail, there was a Fitbit less listener oh, in awesome. the audience. But what I love, and whether you got together and shouted out, but this happened. I worked across three networks, and it happened every night. And I do this shtick where I, you know, I riff for quite a few hours. I do you though. Uh, oh, I, oh, I riff. I've heard your story. People say, Ben, do you have nine hours of gold? I say, of course I don't. It's eleven, but I don't use it all. So. <laughs> Why nine eleven? <laughs> is that is that how tragic your your riffing is? <laughs> that is sometimes where it comes. But, yeah, um, yeah, it's so a real it, explosion. So it happens, and it's great. Where I was like, and I do the thing where it's like, and usually if there's a stop down, you go, oh, does anyone have any questions about television? And is that a couple of them? Is about three of them, and some people go. Uh, some some of them are a little less subtle. Like, yeah, man, I've got a question. Do you recommend any podcasts? Oh, <laughs> oh nice! And uh, they give you a wink. Yeah, they give you a wink. Uh, and then one guy, I just love it. He goes, um, "It was he was trying to be subtle, but it just <laughs> just didn't work." He goes, "Yeah, I've got a question, Ben. Um, I listen to the podcast Fitbed." Do you know anything about that? <laughs> <laughs> He's a real king of roofing, that yeah, guy. You yeah. should do a double act you with him. You should double act with him. But that's been amazing because then so, it's yeah. been rehashing. And so, and I never thought you probably haven't done this as well, but uh, trying to rehash and then sort of summarize our podcast because it is developed so much more than the bet. So it's just been really interesting that we've had a real flood of new listeners mm. uh, and surprisingly a lot from Sydney, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which has been really interesting. Probably yeah. something working in Sydney, but uh, but huge flux of um, uh, of people uh, wanting to know about the podcast, and because there's you talk about the bed, but if you think about the bed, is so long ago now. Yeah, I, I wonder. Did, did we talk about this on the Luke McGregor episode that uh, after the project interview that I did? 
Yeah, yes, we, we had did. a huge bump, and we huge came number bump. number two on the iTunes comedy chart. Clap which it is out, clap, clap that, clap out. that out. So that was really cool to see, and we had a whole bunch of new listeners, a bunch of people saying I'm addicted, and yeah. I just love it. That sort of, especially the first eight app, obviously, obviously had yeah, a totally. really massive, uh, real, real journey. Journey. I'm st- I'm, I'm going to stop saying the word uh, journey and like w- wincing I because think I think I've we're just going to embrace think I've heard journey. It a thousand times. But let's keep going with it because that's <laughs> it is a journey. It's not a destination as we have discovered no. now. You know, it's like there's a lot of, lot of bumpy stuff but ahead. Do you reckon that took took you a while to accept what? That it that it's not a destination that it's a journey. Yeah, remember Dilday? Yeah. It was the the whole <laughs> yeah. point of Dilday was me accepting <laughs> that I because the hardest part of Dilday was uh, realizing that I felt feeling like I hadn't changed a lot. You know? Yeah. So for what for anyone who doesn't know what Dill Day is, it was basically soon after Comedy Festival where I'd won the bet, I kept the weight off and it was all fine. And I just had a massive blowout for a week, but it was an, an unconscious eating. I just found myself yeah, consciously yeah. like not exercising and eating heaps. And I felt like I was losing control. And what I the thing that was really undoing me was the feeling of I felt really pathetic because yeah, I, that's right. I I didn't I was upset that I hadn't really changed that much. Yeah. But what hit me was realizing that, hey, you're undoing 25 years worth of bad habits. It's yep. not going to happen just in six months or four months or whatever ridiculous amount it was that we lost the weight in. You have to work on it. And it, you, you've been thinking as a binge eater for longer than you've been – like you, for more of your life – You've been thinking as a binge eater. So this new idea of trying to be consciously eating, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. And learning to accept that was the biggest lesson for me and not shaming myself for having those cravings. So that's why Dilde was me just going, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it and do it massively, but enjoy it. Just really enjoy the fuck out of it. Because the more I felt shame around overeating that week, the less I actually felt satisfied because I was like, I'm actually not getting my fill. I'm just only getting the calories. When's the, the next joy. deal day? What's the date? So now it's just cheat days now. Oh, basically. Oh, so I went back days. to cheat days. Yeah. I just, there, I don't, I can't, I'm trying to remember why my memory was deal day was basically going, you know what? Forget cheat day. It has nothing to do with the diet. This is just a day for me to enjoy myself guilt-free, yeah. which is essentially the cheat day. Yeah. But it's, it was more like a, like a, a big victory after a week of unconscious eating. It yeah. was just me going, I guess the cheat day would have said you only get a cheat day when you have dieted for six days, whereas deal day was more like, no, no, you're about to spiral out, so let's have one great last blowout and get back on the diet. So yeah. I, I guess that's the difference between deal day and cheat day. Well, deal day was just basically me trying to get back some control, right, by just saying, yep. okay, I'm going to have one more day of this, but I'm going to enjoy it. And you know, that was the day after I had marijuana. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. And I still love it because I love it that you just said it because I love it that you call it marijuana. Like well, what would you call it? A weed or or just uh, just I would never because marijuana sounds like you're undercover cop. Yeah, well that's the thing because I'm not a regular smoker, <laughs> no. so I don't know the cool jazz cigarette words that the- you guys use. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know. Doobie. My, my and, favorite. Uh, Doobie. That didn't blunt, mean an accent. Uh, that's my accent, you racist dog. Nah, you All right. There's it. a fucking egg coming your head, mate. <laughs> but it's um, <laughs> when that happens. Sorry. So just a context is the phrase Anning issue. There was a kid who knocked the. Uh, the not um, smashing an egg boy. Smashing egg, egg boy. Phrase Anning. Uh, Nazi senator. The first senator. thing like, I thought, wow, you shouldn't be hitting a teenager. But my second thought that came through really quickly was like. That's a waste of an egg. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I put two, uh, you know, I, I eat four eggs a day in my smoothies. So I was just like. You oh. have four eggs in your smoothies? Yeah, I have two oh. in the morning and, and two in the afternoon. How's your cholesterol, It's good. It's good. Because oh, okay. I had that all checked out recently. Okay, well. okay. So, yeah, so but, going back to Dilde, the idea yeah. was that you just en- have the blowout, but just enjoy it and not not guilt yourself about it. So for me, um, accepting that this is a journey, not a destination, that's how we got to this point, uh, was basically going, yeah, just remembering that it is that journey and this journey can, needs to, f- we need to find strategies that work outside the pod. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Because uh, it, cause remember there's so many different like elements. Like Yeah, like I've been reading this fucking amazing book called Mindful Eating or Mindless Eating actually and it's about, about the uh, – the uh, uh, I forget the author's name, but it's all of, it's a bunch of research done around uh, basically unconscious eating, yeah. And but also the effect of uh, portion sizes in like the cinema, for example. The first yep. e- experiment they run is about popcorn, uh, you know, different sizes. How regardless of whether the popcorn's good or bad, the bigger the co- the the tub is, the more you, you end eat. up eating yeah. quantity wise, right? Or they talk about the colors of food, how that affects it. All these, it's just a real psychological understanding of how our brains are. Why uh, from a young age to gravitate towards um, less healthy food. Scientifically speaking, the three big ones that are fuck us up a lot is uh, sweets, um, fat, and salt, right, in any diet. Yep. And salt is when, when we were evolving, like back in the caveman days, salt was there to retain water, uh, fat was there to keep us warm, and sweets were there as an idea that the, if the berry was sweet, then if it's not poisonous. If you didn't have any popcorn. No, well, the berry is not poisonous <laughs> so that you can eat it, right? Yeah. So that's where our brains are still working as a caveman level, but yeah. we have now evolved to the point that we know that we don't need as that many sweets or that much fat or that much salt in our yeah. system. So it's a really fascinating book if you can get a chance to read it called Mindless Eating, get into it. Um, but on that, uh, I was going to say in terms of strategies. Now, um, so continue with what you were saying. So was it, I was so saying there that, was no exercise happening. Yeah, there was exercise. Like I was writing still from A to B. I and was, was still doing the gym, gym sessions. In, and yet you felt like you got to one o six. Yes, definitely. I, I saw it. I got one one o five point one o five point five. Had you had it. a big meal that day? Yeah, I yeah. I what have you had today? Uh, today in prep I, for this pod. Uh, so I had a smoothie, just my normal smoothie for breakfast. Yep. And then I had a salad sandwich for lunch. Mm-mm-mm. And then yeah, I'm yet to have dinner. Okay. All right. All right. So maybe it's maybe, yeah. Right. Okay. So one of one point five. Is yeah. That what we saw? yeah. I'm really surprised with that. Uh, okay. Okay. And then maybe maybe because I have ridden a lot today, just because yeah. I had to ride all over sure. Melbourne sure, from sure. A to B. Um, so that might have something to do with it. Yeah. Body uh, by water weight. Sure. But what's really interesting is, and we were talking about as well, it's like that sense of control. But what I, because I read ages, like I'm quite, uh, I guess, interested in habit and habit changing. Mm. That once you change. I'm about to literally talk about that. The habit. And so this was really interesting. So uh, a new listener, I'm going to shout out to him, uh, Sudi DeWinter, who's a very old friend of mine who we've recently just reconnected uh, watching UFC. And he's really into health. He's always been a guy who I always know stays healthy and stays fit. And he's his name the, Doobie Suinta. Uh Sudi. So Doobie uh, de Winter. Oh, he's enjoy. No, I'm not going to add him for that. <laughs> Sorry, Sudi. So, but what we really is, we went and watched the UFC uh, at a pub, uh, the recent fight, and uh, I saw an old friend of his, Andrew, and it, it hit me where I was talking about how they're my old mates that I used to go drinking with, just like your, your mates in Adelaide. But he said something that I'd never really accepted because – the habit had changed and reflected me. He goes, have you been sober for 18 months? I said, yeah. He goes, wow, that's really like a massive change in your habit. Like, And hearing someone, I know that it is, but hearing someone else say it to mm. you and then actually stopping and going, oh, 
Yeah, but because I don't really realise that it's part of my life, therefore it's a habit. But when it's a real habit, you don't notice it, so it's part of your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like become I'm, so normalised. Yeah, so it becomes so normalised that you don't even acknowledge that it's habit because it's just that it, your life is now different to how it was eighteen months ago because yeah. it's just normal now. Yeah, it's just normal right, now, and right. so I hadn't really. Uh, giving myself kudos for that. Right. So, and I think at the moment now, like where, you know, I've been dancing around the 100 and I really want to go to the push to get to 95 and I've got close. I think the lowest I've been is 97.5 with it was two and a half to go and then I've been back up at around the 100. Right. So, it's that thing where I was like, well, what's that next push? Now, mm. am I being realistic that I can do it over the next six weeks? Uh, right, with just six months. Yeah, six months. But I really, I feel like I need something new, like, and and something that will help with my family. Hence. <laughs> oh, wow. There we going now. Jesus, hence. hence. I have decided to give my son up for adoption. But- <laughs> I feel like. He keeps uh, bringing me down every time I say goodbye, and uh, I think he needs to learn the hard way that don't make daddy cry. So uh, we're going to so be the first to trial Amazon. Uh, um, <laughs> Gumtree. The country, Amazon. We're flying him over in a drone, and yeah. good luck in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so, but, no, so the, the thing we have at the moment is now um, I really want to get my kids more active. So I've signed them up for a lot of sporting things that I'm doing with them. So now every Saturday morning, Yes, Ming has swimming lessons, but she has a swimming lesson with dad. So all my activities, like going to the zoo, I still do that. But now all the co-curricular activities is sports-based. So so now it's like Ming is going to start doing soccer. Like she she isn't aware of this, but she's about to do it. Teo, footy's coming along. I'm going to start getting him to Auskick. Sure, you need need to be five years old, but he's in at two and a half. Right, right. Carlton supporter? Uh, Massively. Poor guy. Come on, man. No, we're on the rebuild. Don't push that kind of like – It's one thing for you to push your insecurities about (laughs) – Wait and died onto your kids, and I can get on board with that. But if you're going to make them back for the Carlton Football Club, shame on you. You are a bad parent. No, we are a great I think team. we should call child services. 1995. No, Let's no. just relive that moment. Yeah, yeah. When Teo was not even sperm. No, but he was there in the background. Really? In the. Anyway. <laughs> he I just was, wanted was... to see where you're going to go with that. He was backed up. Uh... <laughs> That's your child. Yeah, it's my child. Oh, child who says, I miss you, Daddy. I miss you, you Daddy. Just, you just rift with your mate who doesn't have kids, who has no context for what children are like. And, no context. And you just, you just jumped in with his stupid riff about sperm and children. Shame well, on you. you know a lot about sperm. You <laughs> well, well, I, well, I, I've been, anyway, look. So... Talking about habits, I like that. So you're trying to incorporate things into your already existing lifestyle. Yes. Mate, can I recommend a book that you can read on your wonderful Kindle that, you know, some I've been, incredible I've been gentleman it. would have given you? Do you know who's using it more than me? Don't My partner. Me. Oh, great. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so well, she helped us out, set up the pod uh, so. very early on, so I'm sure uh, she deserves it as much as well. Yes. Um, a book called Atomic Habits. Atomic by Habits. Atomic Habits uh, by a Sounds like guy a band. Called, uh, could be. Atomic like, Habits. O- o- Atomic Kittens is what you're thinking of. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's, it. You can I, make yeah. me whole again. <laughs> Your knowledge but of pop atomic, music is disturbing sometimes. Man, I love pop music. We know this. Uh, atomic Habits by James Clear. It has been a game changer book for me. I have two books I'm reading at the same time. Oh, yeah. Atomic Habits, uh, James Clear, yep. as well as a book called Solve for Happy by Mo Godat. 
Now, let me quickly right. tell you about more Goddard. That ha- Solve Happy is probably the one I would. I've f- heard about that one. Have you? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What have you heard about it? Tim Ferriss uh, rates it. Solve oh, Happy. Yeah, so. and, as, and, and Tim Ferriss refer- uh, rates um, Atomic Habits as well. Yeah. And, in fact, Ferriss gets referenced in Atomic Habits. Yeah, it's part of that. It's, it's so funny. Those guys all write those books, but then they've got their favourites in their list as well. Yeah, because uh, maybe this might not necessarily be for everyone, but for me I'm a very practical, mathematical, I like like uh, spreadsheets. Like, look. I like spreadsheets. I like uh, leaving look like writing down our stats. Blah blah blah. Yep. I like following um, mechanically uh, a change, making changes and happen manac- manac- mechanically, but also maniacally. And, uh, <laughs> but also trying to understand why my brain works in a certain way and yep. how I can change that. So, Atomic Habits is a pure practical application of habit building as well as habit breaking. So, it talks about why we, uh, how we can uh, create new habits uh, that are more long lasting and how we can break away from some of our yeah. bad habits. Very simple one uh, make the habit. Um, uh, bad habit disgusting you yep. know what i mean uh, or make it uh, so i think about fitbit when i look at uh, some of his examples of how to break a habit yep. is he talks about accountability to someone else so to make the pain of not doing the activity more <laughs> current so for us when we were doing the bed yeah. the idea of exercise and diet was annoying but not as annoying as having to pay our mate that money exactly so we just kept to the program because yep. we just didn't want to lose right um, and then okay, if you want to create a good habit, you try and make it more desirable. Yep. But then you also try and tag it along with things that are already uh, desirable to you. So, for example, uh, when I have my after my cup of coffee, I'm going to meditate for five minutes. So I look forward to coffee and straight afterwards, I'm going to do the meditation thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Things like that. So it talks about practical applications of habit forming. Quick note on Mo Gaudet. I'm sure I'm going to keep talking more about his stuff over the next few weeks. But the book Solve for Happy, why I like it is because it's about – at this guy who he's an engineer from Google and he tried to find a happiness equation. He found it. He was using it. It was going great. But then his son, a uh, 21-year-old kid, yeah. gets a medical emergency, dies during the process in a very much avoidable situation. So it was a human error. And he and he was heartbroken. But he found that the equation still uh, – his understanding of how the equation worked still helped him. Yeah. So he decided to write this book. And I believe he wrote it in like 17 days. He was so inspired to tell – 17 days. Yeah, after the son died. So he was just like, all right, guys, here, fucking, this is helping me. Please hope it helps you too, kind of thing. So it's really amazingly good. So um, I'm reading both at the same time. When people ask me, which one would you recommend I start? I'm like, I don't know, because they're both having a profound impact on me. Um, So I'm really, really loving what the books are giving for me, because (laughs) in terms of uh, it's uh, more good at the happiness one talks a lot about uh, fears and fears, anxieties of the future, as well as regrets of the past, a lot of stuff that we've talked about. Um, Atomic Habits is just a very practical application of how you can use those lessons. So as more, the happiness one is more about uh, like big theme stuff about life and what what does life mean? Atomic Habits is more about, okay, now that you know what you want to achieve in life, how do you practically apply this? Yeah, and then then have the tools in place to be able to do that. Right. They both have tools in that sense, but I feel like one's a bit more mechanical and one's a bit more uh, emotional. Right, because that—that's what I've—I I've really liked, and I've said that to a lot of my friends. That right. they said, "Look, you know, you, you did the Marie Kondo, you've read all these self-help books. Mm. What's the one that stick out?" And the one, my favorite one, has always been Marie Kondo, just because it started this trend of of changing my life and yeah. and knowing what sparks joy and what's important to yeah, me. And that's why you're getting rid of Teo because he doesn't spark joy anymore. He's <laughs> oh just bringing. Oh my god, his- he sparks so much joy. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 no. The only reason I say that is, again, he's just that that. At the moment now, even though he's so challenging, they can just make they can they can they can 
emotionally break you. Yeah. And and that's because you realise how dear they are. So it's just that even then when I have those setbacks, they are the again they're the driving force. Right. So with the tribe, and so I always say the one that I think is the best recommendation at the moment is tribe of mentors. Is tribal mentors mm. just because it's a snapshot, and then it's also following those people on social media and yeah. seeing like all like different authors that I never heard of, but. You know what's great for your breath, though? The tri- tribe of mentors. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, the cheat day is uh, happening at the Melbourne Comedy We're Festival. We're going to 28th of March to 21st of April. Canberra Comedy Canberra Festival as well. Uh, uh, this Saturday. Uh, sorry. More mentors material <laughs> Man, coming yeah. up. But, um, the other one, though, which I'm a bit fascinated with, and just because he's been in the media, he appeared on Q&A. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Now, what is – like, I don't know – I downloaded his book and uh, – Have I you co- read it? No, I, I was listening to an audiobook and I didn't quite – it didn't spark joy in me straight away. So I didn't – I'll come back to it. I want to see. He's very divisive, obviously. He's very um, – I would say because uh, he, he talks a lot about basically he's very anti-trans. I believe he's very much there's only two genders and we should stop mucking around around that. Yeah, and, and that's and that's where and a that's lot really of kind the, of yeah unsettling a bit. Yeah, and that's where a lot of negativity around yeah. him is. But look. Without we getting into Jordan Peterson territory, I, I haven't completely ruled out listening to his book yet. Yeah, I'm not I'd, sure if it resonates with me yet. But look, if you're a listener and you're a fan, please don't feel compelled to email us and tell oh, us, oh, God, no, we're, we're, we're idiots for not getting on board. Uh, we're all learning here. We'll get there. Um, I want to finish my thought on uh, Atomic Habits. So this is yes, what yep. I have been doing um, for myself. And uh, if it works, for, if it feels like something you can work for you, please go ahead and do it. Uh through Atomic Habits, I've learned about this idea of breaking or not breaking the chain. So I, on the same time as well, have been crazy busy. It's probably the busiest I've ever felt. It's insane. Um, but I was so grateful that I had these two books in my life at the you know at the outset, so that as I entered this crazy period of my life where I literally have very little time left for myself uh, or and sleep as well. Yep. Uh, that I've really found these books. So. It's basically the idea was, I'm just going to tell you what I do. I have a calendar, uh, a calendar that is kind of like in categories. So you have, you know, March, let's say March 1st to March 31st. It runs down the Y column, the Y axis, if you think of it like running down vertically. And across is just... uh, just empty blanks that you can write your own thing into. Yeah. It's a basically it's a children's calendar. That's the only yeah, one. It's I could like find. a wall calendar. A wall calendar. Yeah. And I have given myself five goals that I need to hit each day. Yeah. Uh, but I'm only need to hit th- max minimum of three out of five. That's like my list. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. three out of five, right? Yeah. And the five are and it's each to their own. These yep. are the ones that I picked. Uh I need five 15 minutes per day of uh, family uh, or friends chat, yep. either WhatsApp call to my parents or meeting up with a mate for a coffee who's yep. not connected in comedy or whatever. Uh, the second one is meditation. That's important. Yes, yes. Because we're always going to hang around. We're all going to hang out, but it's I don't to have a that. break from, a break from the work. industry. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, number one. Number two, And these are no particular order, but this is how it's ordered on my calendar. Then it's meditation for 20 minutes. Yep. Then it's exercise for 15 minutes. I'll get back to that. Yep. Uh, the fourth one is comedy. So yep. that can take whatever form. So half an hour of comedy, either writing, either performing, yep. um, you know, learning lines, whatever shape that takes. Uh, I actually don't put the learning line. I take TV and stuff out of it. It's just more about writing and stand-up, really. Yep. And then the fifth one is uh, reading. So I, I want to start reading a little yeah, bit more. That's... So whether it's audiobook or whether it's uh, actual Kindle or whatever, uh, actual Kindle as opposed to actual, actual. book. <laughs> um, whether it's physically reading or audiobook, it's those are the my five. And 15 minutes again only, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what 
I like about the thing where I've set it up is I only have to hit three out of five. Yeah. But I try not to, if I miss two, say hypothetically family and comedy, I try my best not to miss it two days in a row. Yeah. So the yep. next day I will maybe, if I don't have time, I will just basically prioritize calling mom and dad and doing some comedy writing and I might miss um, reading that day or whatever it is. Do you right? then prioritize those two to be the first ones to do the next day or just not miss them? Just trying my best not to miss it. Yep. So if, say, for example, I like today's a classic example. We are recording here in the studios at now 9.15 p.m. Yep. And uh, I have a very early start tomorrow uh, for filming. So when I go home, I haven't done my exercise for the day yet. Yep. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to swim for half an hour uh, because that's my… Do you have a pool? Yes, yes, I have, think I have two. Ah, <laughs> um, I can't. Some, the second one somewhere no, there. I, I don't care about the pool. The fact that you have a sauna, all right, mate, is just on. phenomenal. Just, just, I mean, look, just TV just, money. I mean, come on. I, mean, I just, I'm just going to show you. This is like the photo that I took. This just look at the timestamp on that. First of all, at the top uh, today at five thirty-five p.m. Yeah, look where I'm at. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Look at. <laughs> yeah, you look very happy. I'm just in my little tub. Yeah, it's just it's. Why did you frown just then, looking at my topless body? Well, it Don't looks like shame. you're in the spa, let alone the. Are you in the spa? I'm or in the, the spa. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Anyway, so See, just... spas don't do anything for me. They're just bacterial. It's just you might as well be in a suit with everyone else's dead skin. Sure, I'm, I'm, and you, I hope you continue <laughs> to like that. That's fine. <laughs> it's not going to shift my perspective on how. No, awesome but it's, it's true because my because. Oh, should I bring the? Oh, I'll bring this oh, wait, Let me finish. I'll uh, let you finish. Uh, so the the thing about having those things is that means that in a given week I have hit almost all of them every day. Yeah. Right. I might miss one day or two of each ca- one category, but it's back again the next day. Yeah. So collectively, what was happening was I would now what? Sorry. Now what has happened though? Exercise and meditation. I haven't broke. I haven't broken the chain of crosses. So I cross it off each day in the calendar. When I've yep. done it, I cross it off. The chain of exercise now, and meditation has- Now, is it on your phone has, or you're no, doing no, it physically? it's on physically? the physical calendar that's yep. on my, uh, on my desk, on my wall uh, above my desk. And it, the chain of crosses from exercise and, and meditation is like gone nonstop. Yeah. So now my motivation is to not break that chain. So just to keep going. So now tonight, like there was one day where I woke up at 4 a.m. to be on set. And I didn't leave set till 7 p.m. So it's a fucking knackering day. And well, that was for a porno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was dehydrated after that. But I um, I came home, I was really tired, and I'm completely justified in not exercising that day. But yeah. I looked at the calendar and I'm like, oh, man, look Don't at it. Don't want to break the chain. Don't want to break the chain. And I've only given myself 15 minutes of exercise, right? That's all I've said, just 15 minutes. Chain, then- chain, chain. Is that the song? <laughs> Chain of fools. Sorry, I I think he had an aneurysm, guys. No, 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 that was the commitments. Anyway, go. I I more have uh, Fleetwood Mac's The Chain in my head. Oh, The Chain Gang. No, it's just The Chain, Fleetwood Mac. But is there a a line where it's The Chain Gang? No, it's just uh, it will never break the chain. Ah, what's The Chain Gang? I have some <laughs> fucking song that you grew up with, maybe. Yeah, it's the chain gang here on the one point five. Here, it's triple M. One one point five. That's your weight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. One point five. Anyway, so uh, I um. That's great. I like so, that. So yeah, it's been well, the fifteen minutes. This is what I really want to get out of my uh, yeah. before I forget is that I've given myself only fifteen minutes. So that fifteen minutes can take any shape or form. It could be a fifteen minute swim. It could be a fifteen minute walk. Even a walk, a power walk, a quick run, whatever it is, and or just the gym, just to kick a couple of weights. Right. 
What happens though is one because my brain's so tired at that point and say, no, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm like, just 15, bro. Just 15. So I put the clothes on, the gym gear, and just go, okay, I'm only going to do 15. I'm just going to be there for 15 minutes. And you do more. But once you're there, you do the yeah. whole thing. So this is what I would say to people if you're going to do that. Hey, have a look at the book. I reckon the book's really helpful. But also just this quick little exercise. Find five or things that you really want to get better at. And, Should I tell you what my and, five and, are? Well, the, the five that I picked specifically are things that I call urgent but not important. Sorry, yep. important but not urgent. The wrong way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So none of those five things have to get done. Yeah. Because, you know, there's other emergencies like having to, you know, go to work or blah, blah, blah is happening. Yeah. They want, they, these are the ones that will first get neglected. Yeah. Calling my family, uh, not meditating, not exercising, not reading, not working on my writing, right? Yeah. Those are the five things that I'm quick to dismiss, but also happen to be five things that I really value in my life. Yeah. So by picking those five, it means that I'm consciously aware of when I'm being neglectful of things that are, don't seem important in an emergency. But I know are important in the long run or long term. Yeah, and I think it takes time to actually make those decisions because you don't want to have two of them fit a like one category. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you could just have call mum, call a friend, call your sister. Do you know what I mean? That's no, those three things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're the same kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah. And so what I do now is sometimes I com- combine the two. So if I go for a run, I'll listen to an audio book on the run. So yep. I'm ticking two boxes off at that time. And that's a great feeling. That's a great feeling. And yep. I, I really have started to really value um, the calendar, the chain, because it's it's really kept me accountable. So exactly what you were saying that you were going through when stress kicks in, yep. uh, you we need a little extra booster motivation that isn't about being accountable to the scales yep. to keep us on track. And I feel like this calendar is really helpful. Because it's so funny because I have my list that I have to do every day. Yep. And the one thing that I, again, which I guess I didn't break the chain, but then it makes you realize how important it is, is the meditation. I okay. did it every day, be it on the plane, in the sauna. Yes. It, it, it was, it was, an, it was it, to be honest, it wasn't an expectation. It was a need. I just yeah. need to do it yeah, yeah, because yeah. it just resets my whole mind. Right. And so even then when I lost exercise, because I'm the same, same one, I just like text mum, uh, exercise, meditation, hit my to-do list and, and read my mantra. And then, like, right. as long as I so do, so your to-do list is separate from your to-do list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, you no. have like an overarching to-do list and then a to-do list. Yes, because yeah. then you go to-do list, and that's everything yeah. from like, yeah, you know, cool. That's return awesome. ice pack, work on set, and then like it's a list of those. Yeah, things yeah. It was more practical to-do. to-do list. Yeah, right, great, great. Because then it um, focuses. Another on- little practical thing that I've been doing is I stop using. I'd only use social media in a uh, like the. You know how I do intermittent fasting? I yep. do it with social media now. I only check my. You social- yes. So I only look at it between 12 and 8 p.m. Maybe occasionally 9 p.m. if I need to like put something specifically out for say the, this no point. social media whatsoever. No, not before even those, 12. Before 12, I try and avoid. Wow. Yeah, it's been really good because it's helped me with in terms of the filming stuff because then I'm not I'm just really focused on. I, the, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I don't get distracted by it. Uh, and oh, I don't I count. Like I don't, that one. Yeah, and I, and have a look. I've put it literally all the apps in the in a. Uh, in a cluster on my I- yeah. iPhone, which is, uh, I call it fasting socials. <laughs> so, fasting it's, so it's basically Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook page. Uh, Tinder. Uh, Snapchat, Tinder, and the repost app and for- Pornhub. No, that's not social media. <laughs> that's just, that's actually my sixth category. <laughs> 15 minute wank. <laughs> minute. Um, but yeah. But if um, you combine it with the With, with, the with running, <laughs> you get arrested. <laughs> Which also then doubles up as a phone call to mum. <laughs> Three in the one in. 
<laughs> That's so good. And if you can get some sort of writing tattooed on your dick, you can get some reading as well done at the time. It all comes together. No, the, no, the, cop's, no, the cop's doing that. He's reading your rights. Right. So yeah, like, oh, man, I haven't heard this audio book. Yeah, this one's that. classic. Oh, the Miranda rights. I didn't oh. know we had it in this country. I thought it was an American thing. All right. Uh, I have a right to remain silent. silent. You have a right to put your dick away, sir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, it's been a big game changer for me, those two books. And uh, So, what are those two books again? Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yep. And Solve for Happy with Mo Gaudet. And very quickly, this equ- happiness equation is, um, is basically your happiness is greater than or equal to your perception of life's events minus your expectation of how they were going to be. So yeah. if you perceived... That's not this, a new thing, though, is it? Maybe not. He's yeah. refer- he talks about it being he looked into so many different uh, yep, Buddhism yep. and all those things, and this is what yeah, he I think it's it down a, to. Yeah, I think it's a Buddhism thing. Yeah, I've heard. A, and the thing I like about those two variables, so it's the perception of your life as a, of an event, let's say narrow it down to an event, minus uh, what you thought it was going to be, your expectations. And why I like both those things, it's 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 both of them are in your control. How are you perceiving it and why? what were you expecting it? So if you expected to um, catch up with me and it was just going to be shit house. your expectation was low and then turns out oh no deal's a great bloke yeah. and so you're happier but <laughs> uh, yeah you go for a, uh, a meal to a nice restaurant that you had this high expectation about because it had 4.5 star reviews and then turns out it's shit house. Yeah. you're going to be sad right so then it's a case of trying to manage your expectations as well as manage your perception of the situation you know what's really interesting it makes me realise that's what I do the whole time but not for myself for with Explain. my kids so, so you always you always reduce because kids are just like pumped to do everything. But if you reduce their expectations, uh, and then they go in, it's always a win win situation. Mm. So, classic example is when I go to the zoo, I'll be like, "Hey guys, you never know the meerkats could be on holidays." Right. So, so when you get there, well. they're there. Like, holy shit, the meerkats are here! Yeah, the whole place. Oh my god, they're just they're going nuts. Right. They're killing each other. They're brutal animals, meerkats. Really? They kill each other. Man, they. They out of really the, big words coming from a human. The uh, no, no, no. In their population, uh, they're the most murderous uh, animal in like animal kingdom. They've known to kill their brothers, their sisters. Like it is brutal. In the fucking world. hell! Is that why Timon's alone? The, the which one? <laughs> which one? Timon. Timon. Oh god! You didn't get the reference. No, to I didn't. It. You're still laughing though. I know. You're a good audience member. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Just you. I, was, I was supportive. Yeah. But what's Tim? Oh, hang on. Isn't that the meerkat from the insurance ad? No. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. I'm going to smash you over the head with this phone. Hey, on, Timo. What's Timo? Who's Timo? Timon. Timon. And Who? Pumba. Pumba. Timon and Pumba? Nah, this is not ringing any bells oh here. Pumba. God. Who's Pumba? I'm not even going to give you the relief no, because no. I, want my, I want the listeners of this podcast to okay. fucking attack this so, more. So, no, no, no. So what is it? It's You're a bad father is what you are if you no, don't know I'm Timon and Pumba. I'm a very good father. You don't know Timon and Pumba? No, bad father. No, 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 because you, we're too busy deserve, watching Bluey. You defer, did it, deserve did to be thrown did off a stampede of antelopes. By your brother. Your brother should betray you. Hamlet style. So tell me what it is. No. But there is a meerkat in the show. What show? Uh, uh, Pumba and and and, uh, <laughs> and Timon and Timon. Yes. So Timon's a, a meerkat. Timon's a meerkat. Okay. And Timon's friends with Pumba. Good best friends. Best friends. Okay. Timon and, and Pumba. Pumba is an inspiration for why I'm fat. There were two people, who, two characters who would eat a lot and just lie down and burp, and I'd be like, I want to be like them. <laughs> and same as Baloo the bear. Baloo the bear. bear. We know that one. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. Mm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Do we? But- anyway. 
But no, no, but on that sense, it's like now, like, because you think about all our childhood ones, like some of them just don't add up. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't see them because nowadays this, everything has to be very politically correct, but also health conscious with kids shows. Oh, right. Like, oh, it's insane. Like, the, yeah, right. you know, like I used to watch the goodies. Like, you know, you'd never right, ever right, see right, that on right, there. Right. But the big one is, uh, is, is, is bingo. And it is just like. The, uh, NGO, for that parents, guy? Yeah. If parents, you haven't, it's, I'm going to call it, it is the best kids show on there. It shits really? all over Peppa Pig. Like, oh, shits all fuck. over it. We're going to get some hate mail no, if you've attacked Peppa, man. If there are parents there and your what kids are, you are addicted doing? to Peppa Pig like crack, move them over to Bingo and shit. you can thank me personally. This is fucking groundbreaking this is, shit. This is, it's true. Parents, do it. Tell all me. Right. All right, we uh, need to start wrapping up, but Here I need to get this one out of the way. Um, we had some uh, concerned uh, messages regarding our fasting chat that we had uh, last month when I yes, did yes. three days of fasting. Um, uh, a, a, a friend of mine got in touch with me who's a big listener, loves it, loves uh, So I got sick after it, didn't I? Well, we don't know if that was related well, to the fasting. One of the things that uh, my friends basically said is she's worried about the fasting and she says maybe talk to your therapist about it, uh, which uh, I have since and I've, you know, talked through it. Um, but, yes, yeah, she said talk to your therapist about it because my fasting and my friend has allowed me to read this message. Yes, so anyone who's triggered by the ideas of um, uh, uh, what's it called um, eating disorders yep. which is actually quite funny my friend herself who has been through uh, anorexia and bulimia uh, said to me that you know the, the overeating is an eating disorder in itself so not to feel bad that uh, if we bring yeah. it up because it's everything's all everything we talk about on this podcast is and, about eating disorders yes. some of it's about overeating some of it's about undereating so yep. generally a blanket warning about uh, or eating disorders yep. is going to be chatted on this podcast so she says uh uh, I think you should talk to your therapist about it because fasting is how I kicked off my anorexia. Ah. She said, uh, clarity or psychological high you're feeling um, might be because you're controlling something you've never had control of before. That made a lot of sense to me. The idea of overreading was something that always uh, I felt that I couldn't get on control, top of. Yeah. And then being able to go two, three days without it made me feel really powerful. Remember how I yeah. said I felt really like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm fine, you know? Yeah. And she may say that could be me just finally being excited about getting back some control about a thing that I didn't have control of. And she says, be careful because that's the sort of slippery slope that you can then lead into anorexia. That's and, really and interesting. Like that. uh, she follows up as well, but in terms of the around the science about fasting, she goes, uh, and fasting, sure, you'll lose weight, but in a fasting state, your body, your body can't distinguish between fat and muscle as fuel. The hormones you release when you use up all your sugar in your blood tell your body to break down both fat and muscle for energy. And yep. because you're not eating protein or brackets or anything, your body can't replenish the muscle tissue. If you're exercising while fasting, you break down muscle rather than building it. Uh, and the less muscle you have, the lower your base metabolic rate is. There is so I think there's a lot of truth in what she's saying there. Yeah, I totally um, agree. So I do want to clarify, with, uh, especially with some listeners who have said they've been trying the fasting thing themselves, just you know, do your own research. I don't want us to ever get into the situation where we've said something flippantly that worked well for us yep. that has then uh, sort of caused – That's across more. the board with a lot of the stuff. Like, yeah, we did. We were very – I think we've been when we started – yeah. yeah, I think it's slightly changed though now, 47 yep. episodes in. When we started, we were 220 kilo fat idiots <laughs> yeah. who didn't- 240. Yeah, 240 kilos worth of uh, stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not fair. Maybe, but 80 kilos worth. If you're 40 yeah. kilos extra, yeah. it was about 80 kilos worth of stupidity. But um, 
I would say people would be listening to us with that grain of salt, you know, grain yeah. of chicken salt, saying <laughs> that, um, you know, what do they know? They're 120 kilos. Yeah. But now over the year or so, we've lost a lot of weight and yeah. it's people going, fuck, maybe they do know what they're talking about. Yeah. So here's a big blanket cautionary tale. Please don't do anything worse saying if it doesn't feel like it's coming naturally to you. We, we, we're trialing and, and error that we're going through is based on our own experiences. And, and we're going uh, and, through the trial and error process Yeah, as well. but also, like, I would say uh, I, I wouldn't push my body beyond a point where I didn't feel fully comfortable with. So if someone else, on the other hand, is doing, like, you know, um, a 24-hour fasting day, they might have a blood condition that they didn't know they existed. Yeah. So they should be careful. I, I would say just be well, very mindful I think of the I've things a- that you do based on this podcast. Good way of summing up. We uh, do bang on about it, about conscious eating, but I think you should be uh, consciously aware of how your body's feeling. Yeah, great. So really be conscious about if it's not feeling right. Yes. I had it recently where uh, we haven't even touched on it, but we were doing a squat challenge. And, yes. And, uh, squat dogs. Squat dogs. Very different to squat uh, squat puppies, I think. Squat puppies. But then I had an in, I had a moment where I was playing squash and I felt a, a niggle in my calf. I don't think you're allowed to use that word. Uh, niggle. <laughs> you're a dickhead. <laughs> I don't care what kind of journey you're on, mate, but uh, a journey it's back a towards journey. PC culture, please. The, um, so I had a little niggle. Uh, He's saying it again. And in, uh, in, in my calf, oh my God, and I stopped. I stopped. <laughs> you're a dickhead. I stopped, which in the past I never would have. I listened to my right, body because right. uh, I would have gone. I was like, mate, I am up eight. Six, I'm going to win this. And then I was like, no, I'm going to snap this calf. It's like my, my honey and doctor said, ignore it but respect it. Yes, yes, yes. No. Yes. Was that it? Yes. Ignore, ignore respect. but respect it. Yeah. Ignore but uh, respect it. So that's and what I'm trying to do. As well. But the thing about it is I was speaking uh, to uh, my counsellor who I go see, uh, mm. my doctor, and he said that because he does, he uh, looks after a lot of elite athletes and, uh, and I just love how that you're part of. The I am group, part yeah. of the team. Yeah. Uh, you know me, and I won't mention it. Oh, actually, <laughs> anyway. Um, so the thing that they struggle with the most, and this Wait, is was did really- your doctor tell you who one of his clients? No, are? of course you he just wouldn't. did, didn't you? No, he, of yeah. course he wouldn't. Uh, of course, he can't tell me. Oh my god! So who is this fucking this, bullshit doctor? No, but you'll find this interesting because being an elite elite athlete, myself. Do you yes. know what the most thing they struggle with? Um, the top three things that most please, elite share athletes share with us: sleep, going to bed mm, on time right. is probably one of the number one of the hardest, and I struggle. I struggle with that. True. Number two mm. is uh, being consistent with the health food that you're supposed to eat. Oh, I struggle with that. Yep. Number three. Which is my hardest one, and I am just making this priority is stretching. Oh my god, that's all three for me as well. It's that's that just is, um, that means we're basically elite athletes. Yes, by that <laughs> but you you're right, it. man. Stretching's my um, barrier to a lot of my issues. Man, it's, um, I think it's everything for me. I'm trying to. I'm trying because you know, again, I like to look at psychology of it. Why am I so averse? Because it's so hard. It's so hard. And you know what? And is, you're flexible. You can sit cross-legged. Like I can't even do that. How do you know I can sit cross-legged? I've seen you sit cross-legged. When? When you're. I think this is a bit weird now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I'm I've, very seen you, I've, I've seen I, you sit I cross-legged. Wonder, when have you seen me sit cross-legged? Uh, we, I went, think, we didn't I, go to the temple together. <laughs> Do you go to a temple? No. <laughs> but 
I'm not going to dancing around this. Um, no, Wait, I, what? When? What do you mean dancing around what? You, okay, so close examples. Once when I was in your apartment, you squatted down to get scented candles. True, his stories oh, do yeah, check out. Yeah. Uh, and then you squatted down really easily. Like oh, it was yeah. just, it was crazy. Right, right, and I was just like, fuck, man, I wish I could that do that. That was like episode two. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My gym, that was so like, if you I were starting on that. I was 118 back then. Fuck. Yeah, and you can touch your toes. You can touch yeah. your toes. <laughs> fuck, I, fuck I just did the maths on my weight loss. I'm about 35 kilos less than when we started the pod. So if I was 123 and I'm my 88, that's 35 kilos. Fuck me, dead. Fuck. Yeah, right. Um, I'm going to need to up my joke because my joke was about 28 kilos, <laughs> and, uh, about how it's four carry-on luggages. Yeah. So 35 means it's so you five, up it out. five carry-on luggages. But anyway, going back to uh, this so thing. Yes. I'm trying to make stretching a So priority. stretching, right. Okay, so I think I'm trying to understand. So the psychology of me understanding my bad habits and not doing good habits is that the time delay between the effects of doing the good habit and the results, if the further part it is, the less I'm likely to do it. So dieting and exercise, you don't see the results for ages. So that's why I kept giving up early on. Yep. Whereas that's why I transferred that delayed gratification or the pain of not doing it to the bet meant that I kept at it because the pain was more immediate. Yep. So I need to find the thing with same with meditation, right? You know that it's beneficial when you do it, but you don't feel it necessarily until it, like the lack of it, until it yep. goes away, until you start feeling anxious and, and a bit out of control. I think stretching is the same. You don't really know how badly you need to stretch until it becomes a problem. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, great, uh, there's a great book out there by a gentleman called David Goggins. Yes, so I finished that book as well. You can't, yeah. can't hurt me. You yeah. can't hurt me. And he is one where it is just amazing where he – I mean, he takes it to another level, yes. but he stretches up to two – Two hours a night. Two hours a night. Every two hours night, night he does that. And here's the thing. He's a man who runs extreme ultra marathons yep. and he's crazy. But even if he – and he was someone who didn't really care about stretching. No. And he talks about how he nearly died. Yeah. He it's nearly insane. died because he put his body through so much stress without stretching it afterwards. The acid just – the buildup of yep. like basically uh, was it lactic acid yeah, or some, lactic some acid. kind of like tumor basically that was just building up on his back and stuff. Yeah, like but it was that. lactic acid, and then it turns into another thing, and then it turns into like a disease that forms clots. Right, it's right, insane. Right. So he then just literally started stretching, and stretching has changed his, his life, life, where he's running faster than he ever did when he was yep. actually training more. So yes, and, and I the agree. other example, is, is like on that, is if you think of all the amazing athletes at their top of their game. Yeah, like. You should see what Serena Williams does before her, like even then in the corridor before she. Yeah, go on. Sorry, did that bottle of water just move by itself? Did you see it move? Man, that just moved. <laughs> Are you saying this place is haunted? Man, how much sleep have you had? I haven't had much sleep. That that just moved. Did that did, did that move or not? I I don't know, man. Did you see the Don't fuck with me. Did that move? Did you? What are you saying? You felt like the bottle of water next to me moved. Is there a fat person in here? <laughs> Is there what, a fat a dead, ghost? A dead, like <laughs> a seance that we're running. Okay, so I person. just saw shit. I thought you, that, you I, just I, saw I, a bottle of water move. I just thought. I swear That's to God, I thought it just crazy. moved. Crazy. That's insane. Anyway, anyway. so. Um, so yeah. So go on, anyway. No, nah, you fucking, you moved no, it. It's that why I'm Yeah, you're a fucker. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I was going to do it. Mate! Uh, I saw it. You should have seen his face. Oh, just I for just listeners. Shat just, myself. Just for listeners. The <laughs> wire of my headphones was just leaning against the bottle. I could, and I adjusted the wire, and not intentionally, but the bottle moved. And uh, that just saw Ben but, just shit his dax. Hey, just, jump on the scales again. I reckon you lost <laughs> about five kilos. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh that God. really sent shivers well, down my spine. So are you a believer in the afterlife? 
I reckon there's a, uh, I've changed. Oh, man, there's a whole episode. We can't go into it, but I feel like there's a force. I don't know what that All force right, is. All right, Luke <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> tell me, Obi-Wan, Ben Kenobi. <laughs> there it is. Uh, ben Kenobi. I knew there was a pun somewhere. I, I, I feel like there's a, there was a force. It didn't move water, but it could move something else. Well, is it Jesus? <laughs> Jesus, he turned water into wine. Maybe this version just moves maybe, maybe. So, okay, I don't believe We've in We've got to wrap up. We are way thing. over. This, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, we are. Okay. I, I don't believe in ghosts, but I am genuinely scared of them. So I don't know how to recognize it. Yeah, I reckon it. I'm up there. I don't know how to reconcile it. I don't believe they exist, but they still find a way of scaring Maybe because I got scared as a child. What, Maybe. Yeah, yeah I, but I'm the same. But I've, I've got now kids. Where, now kids? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> as opposed to later kids. No, but you know when like, you thought about it, but now my kids are like, Daddy, I saw something move. And I have to go, there's nothing in here. Like, there's nothing yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. It's your uncle like, Bill just being an idiot. <laughs> but I'm like, what happens if there is? Like, yeah, because sometimes fucking... they talk about kids having more intuition to try and be able to Yeah, like they can, like, you know. Ugh, I don't like this shit. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I don't want to. Pins and needles in my hand. I don't want to come in there and just see Tao just hovering above his car. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. I can't go to bed with that <laughs> now. Uh, I can't believe. And the whole time I'll be thinking, how many calories is he burning? <laughs> very little, very very floating, because it's the uh, spirit realm that lifting you up. Yes, where you do burn calories though is if you vomit and twist your head around. <laughs> 360. That's when you burn. Never watched it, but I know what you're referencing. Yes, ex- exhausted. Uh, we got to wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. So uh, I felt like I think I got everything I wanted away. There was something you said me to remind you, and I did. Just a big thanks to all the Fitbetter supporters in the audience. Right, supporters that I've been in the audience. Uh, Keep it going. Uh, thank, Always thank ask. You to all I the Adelaide uh, people who came to see uh, the yes. show. There was a Fitbetter in there, uh, people in Perth. Uh, it's been really lovely to go interstate and find uh, listeners that we've never met before. Literally having someone in at the Adelaide uh, uh, Rhino Room tell me that they lost 30 kilos because it's a podcast. Yeah. It's and a- I just went, why? And How? And he we said love it hearing basically it. it's because about – Basically, and tell us if this is how you feel about it, is uh, what he was saying is that it was just two mates uh, talking about their weight issues um, that without being um, um, – Tippy-toeing around the fact that we were fat and fat. Yep. The, fat well, and fat. <laughs> we were f- fat and are fat yep. is what I was trying to get at. Uh, but also the fact that we don't um, – we, we say we are fat and we call each other fat, but we don't say it in a mean-spirited way. It's more no. of a, a sharing, encouraging way because I think it's bullshit to go, no, you look as beautiful and great as possible because that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking no. about beauty. We're talking about a genuine health concerns. Yeah. And you and I have struggled with overeating for a long time. So many And being years. able to talk about it honestly has helped us um, navigate it from there onwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not about saying that we're out of the waters. Obviously, you had your episode last week of uh, binge eating. I have once in a while. And think about the change. Like, like a setback... Yeah. You know, five, ten years ago, it would have been 10, 15 kilos. Right. Now my setback is 1.3 kilos. Yeah, yeah. And five, 500 grams. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, but then I'm just like, yeah. wow. But even then, it still has the same feeling. It's just shifted. Right, right. Exactly. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for all those uh, listeners who, who feel like the podcast has helped them lose weight. It really is a great motivator to keep doing it because sometimes I think about our one on one catch ups and I'm like, I'm yeah. sharing anything that's actually worth anyone listening to. But apparently, it is because I guess we do not hold back punches when we talk about. Uh, no. And our paunches. Uh, <laughs> 
But also, uh, as well, is uh, check out Dill's show. Cheetahs is going great guns. Yes, uh, it's going to come. This If this comes out this week, I'll be in Canberra on Saturday, the March 23rd. Uh, I've added an extra show because the uh, show other show is nearly sold out. Uh, so I can't remember the times of that, but please go to uh, uh, Canberra Comedy Festival and find out. Melbourne Comedy Festival from the 20th, 28th of April to the 21st of uh, uh, twenty. Fuck, let me try that again. Yep. Uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival from the 28th of March to the 21st of April and then Sydney Comedy Festival May 11th and 12th. Uh, tickets at comedy.com.au. Amazing. Uh, um, and Ben Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, Tuesdays are pretty much full and Fridays and Saturdays uh, between the 9th and the 20th of April are all nearly full. Can't hurt to go on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Just come on a Wednesday. The rest of the nights are looking yeah. pretty full and pretty exciting. Uh, also, thank you for the large amount of listeners that are selling out my Sydney Comedy Festival show. Uh, yeah. So uh, love handles. It's Crazy, so Great keep it going. Title. I would uh, love to put on an extra show there, uh, but it's a smaller venue than in Melbourne. But uh, thank you already for selling some of the shows out. So thank Good you. Good on you, Fitbitters. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. We uh, love you. That was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>